Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Thanks for joining me once again on Facebook Live. I want to thank my friend Steve Califer of Flemington Car and Truck Country and the Somerset Patriots for enabling us to bring this to you every week. As I said on the air, if you're just tuning in to this and didn't hear me this morning, uh, I had a call from a young woman. Her name was Veronica. And Veronica, if you've joined us, thank you for sharing your story today. It really had an impact on me. Here's a young woman suffering from anorexia, something she's battled since she was a little girl, she explained to me on the phone. And uh, she's got a really supportive family and, and is able to get some of the help and comfort she needs to move forward with her life. But what struck me was she was unable to get the inpatient or outpatient treatment that she needed for her condition because of COVID. And when she explained the story of going to the medical center and being turned away because she didn't have another condition, she literally said on the phone, if I don't have a heart attack, they're not going to treat me for anything else that's going on. And I thought that is happening across this state, and it's got to stop immediately. Shame on these hospitals. Shame on these medical centers. And as uh, we discussed on the show today, you know, I guess there wasn't just enough money for the hospitals maybe to treat Veronica with her condition. But another thing struck me about her self-described liberal Democrat, social worker, actually specializing in dealing with AIDS patients. And I thought that is not a profile of somebody who would oppose Governor Murphy. You would think that someone like Veronica would be out there uh, chanting in the streets saying, my God, Murphy understands us. And here's what's happened. Governor Murphy has moved so far away even from his left-wing base because this is such an obvious power grab. You know, not to mention what the uh, the ramifications are across the world on this shutdown. The global pandemic shutdown is actually killing people. You know, AIDS patients among children are up 140% in Africa. They are saying now tuberculosis which kills 1.5 million people every single year. They're saying it might kill 2.9 million this year. Uh, Maria Sanchez, are we going to be able to vote in person? Uh, yes and no, Maria. They're going to be uh, most counties. I understand all the counties are going to set up drop boxes, and there will be locations posted at nj1015.com for you to get your mail in box, your mail in ballot, and then where to drop it off. But I'm going to be very honest with you, Maria, and everybody else. I have been voting by mail for years. I'm not going to change what I do. My my world is too insane to start to think about another layer of having to drop something off, go in person. I haven't gone in person in a long time. I'm going to just have to trust the system. But like you, I don't trust it either. So, no, I don't have 100% confidence that my vote is going to count. Isn't that sad? Isn't that a sad state of affairs? Meanwhile, you look across the country, and again, I reference places like Alabama, Georgia, Florida, South Dakota, Arkansas, Tennessee, Texas, all big states that are coming back economically that are going to be able to vote in person. Uh, Henry Angelucci, has anyone have Murphy why the motor vehicle stores are okay but not voting in person? Yeah, Henry, of course. It's, it's the height of absurdity, and it's ridiculous. That said, let's focus on the battle that we can win. The battle that we can win is vote. Vote. There are a number of congressional races in this state that are actually up for grabs and your vote will count. There aren't many of them. We've got 12 congressional seats. 11 are occupied by Democrats. One, the fourth, my friend Chris Smith. But if you look around the third district, which is occupied now by Andy Kim, a far, far left radical Democrat who said nothing about all the rioting going on in the country. He is vulnerable. His challenger, his name is David Richter. David is going to need some help. 
help. But the good news for David, at least he's been consistent. He's been not afraid to say things supportive of President Trump when President Trump's policies have been good and good for the economy. Unlike Tom Kane, who I think, Tom, you could have had a really strong race against Tom Malinowski in New Jersey's 7th District. Here's a district that only went to Hillary by one point. And, you know, Leonard Lance used to occupy that seat. Tom Malinowski came in and beat his brains in and won. The reality is, Tom Kane, you're too weak to win this seat. And that's sad. Weak politically. I know you, Tom. You're a good family man, husband, father. You check all the boxes. You're an all-around good guy. Why, why have you not stood up for any of your constituents during this shutdown? Why have you not been screaming from the rooftops that they not only need to open motor vehicles fully and get people the licensing they need, but we need to open the restaurants 100%, the bars 100%. Even Governor Murphy himself admits that there are no COVID-positive cases coming from bars and restaurants. Come on. We know this. Look what happened in Nashville. Oh, Dawn, uh, Suzanne Brown, no more beard. Ah, thank you, Suzanne. Let's lighten it up. I shaved. Yes. It's a long story. Look, I've got a couple of projects I'm working on. I may be back on TV at some point. And uh, yeah, I had to clean up my act a little bit. But uh, don't worry, I'm going to be growing the hair out. And um, anyway, I shaved. Don't call me out on it. Actually, I like the beard. I wanted to keep it. All right. Joan DeMarzo Beach. Hey, Bill, how early should we drop them? Uh, As soon as you get your ballot, fill it out and then wait to hear or call your local clerk's office and find out where the drop-off is. For me, I'm hoping I get my ballot this week, and I'm just going to sign it and send it. Uh, Don Smith, this is the way I have Murphy removed from power. No. yeah, Well, yes, there is. Vote for somebody other than Phil Murphy in November 2021. Let's stop all this talk about impeachment and everything else. That's what the Democrats do to distract everyone nationally with Trump. Now they want to impeach Donald Trump because he's going to do his constitutional obligation of appointing a Supreme Court justice, it's the height of absurdity. The National Democrats have gone completely off the rails, and most Democrats that I talk to in New Jersey know it. They're not AOC Democrats. They're normal Democrats, and they're not radicals, and they're not crazy. They don't like Trump, but they also know that the Russia thing was a total hoax. They also know that all the things leading up to uh, his impeachment was nonsense. They know that. They're just going to go out and vote for Joe Biden in November. And you know what? You have the same opportunity here in New Jersey. You don't like Murphy? I certainly don't like him. I'm not going to vote for him in November 2021. Now, hopefully, we're going to get a half-decent candidate that's going to stand up and be able to take this guy on. But right now, we're in trouble. We've got to, A, recognize the pandemic is over. B, we've got to recognize that even during the height of the pandemic, coronavirus does not kill kids, with very few exceptions. We have to recognize that we have gone through a lockdown that was not only unnecessary, but it only served to be a cultural shift led by these fake doctors who have perpetuated a fraud on the American people designed specifically to change our culture and recognize our way of life. Why? I don't know. This is what power-hungry people do. They're not like us. We are working people, Americans who value our families and our freedom, and we live month to month if we're lucky, week to week, and work in two jobs if we're not. But that's the condition, and guys like Murphy don't understand it. Guys like Fauci don't understand it. Quite honestly, I don't think they care. They live in a different world than we live in. But how anybody doesn't under... Wait, uh, Joseph Tuzio, bars opening will be the stimulus of a COVID tornado. Joseph, quite honestly, due respect that is the dumbest thing that i've heard in a while and let me tell you i've heard some wacky things a covid tornado listen to me 
I don't understand why the liberal Democrats in this country have not looked to socialist Sweden and said, wow, there's a great example. Here are a bunch of smart people, epidemiologists, infectious disease specialists all over, not only in Stockholm, but also the infectious disease lab in Oxford, the epidemiologist in Stanford, all saying the same thing. Millions and millions and millions of cases in Sweden. They estimate five million cases. Talk about a COVID tornado, but only 6,000 deaths. You know how many kids died? Hmm. One. Stop it with your panicky nonsense and take off the mask. You look absolutely ridiculous. All right, Debbie Lynn, drop boxes safer than mail-in. I don't know, Debbie. I don't know. I mean, I think the drop boxes for your ballot might be better because at least you're going to see a human being. They'll be six feet apart and masked up. Don't worry. But you'll see a human being and maybe you'll be able to have some kind of eye contact. I don't know. And say, hey, make sure my vote counts. Uh, But the reality is the voting process is fraught with peril. It is full of the opportunity for fraud. It has to change. In my opinion, we need to do safe, secure, electronic voting the same way we do electronic banking. Seriously, when's the last time you handled a paper check? I mean, come on. I pay all my bills online. You're telling me that I'm trusting the food that my family eats from the bank account that I have to my electronics on my computer and I can't trust my vote to it? It's ridiculous. It's time. Reinhard Nutto. Man, that's some name. I should run, huh? I don't know. Let me tell you this. I think it's more important that I'm out here yelling at the mic every day. You know how many people listen to this station. You know how many people we can impact. What I want to know is why there hasn't been a politician out there that has stood up and taken on the call. I've been screaming about this literally since February. I saw this coming. I don't know why. Sometimes you just see things for what they are and you go with it. You know, it's kind of like playing tennis, right? You have to anticipate where the ball's going. Every once in a while, you fall flat on your face. But sometimes you get it right, and I've had it right on this. I'm right, I was right then, and I'm right now. The pandemic is over. It does not affect young people. It is time to open up 100%. Stop your panic, fear-mongering nonsense about masks and social distance. We are killing an entire generation of people, teaching children that we don't have immune systems, and we should be afraid of one another. That is culturally disgusting, disgraceful, and dangerous. And when it comes to our nursing homes, it was downright deadly. I'll see you tomorrow on the show. Thanks for tuning in.